Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is Episode 7. John and Wendy talk to John Cates. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing tonight, John? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, uh, we are pulling back the curtain a little bit here, but wrapping up Girl Scout cookie sales, and I am excited to get my weekends back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm... I'm, uh, I just wrapped up. Anybody a, want some tagalongs? I'm sure I've got some. <laughs> I, I'm wrapped. I just wrapped up a business trip where I was uh, able to uh, celebrate one of my coworkers' retirement. Uh, a true oh. HR professional and, and just a, a great. It uh, was a great mentor over the last several years for me, and it was nice to to see him off in a in an appropriate manner. I know he's got exciting things in the future, but um, I guess you know awesome. while, while we're reflecting on things. I want to pull back the curtain even more and explain (laughs) that this is a a very special episode, just like many of us would have watched in the 70s and 80s on ABC after school (laughs) specials. So um, as we are figuring this whole uh, wonderful thing of podcasting out when it comes to the production perspective, uh, we recorded with this guest. We had this just phenomenal conversation, highly entertaining, engaging, which I know will be again tonight, but we spoke and we spoke and we spoke and we got to the end and we said our goodbyes and I was talking to Wendy and I go, I don't think that recorded. And lo and behold, <laughs> it didn't. So this is the first re-record session that we're doing. And uh, so originally this guest would have been episode four. Uh, he was gracious enough to agree to come back uh, and, and after my mea culpa to him for uh, for continuing to learn. And uh, so Wendy, without any further ado, I'll let you make the introduction. All right. Well, I am I am really excited to uh, introduce uh, John again and uh, hoping I can meet him in real life someday. Um, he is currently a, uh, an independent contractor helping businesses succeed um, as a senior HR consultant. He volunteers with the uh, Virginia Society of Human Resources Management and currently serves as the immediate past president. Um, he also ho- volunteers as a job coach to those who are unemployed. He resides in uh, Richmond, Virginia, with his wife, Missy Murdoch, which we'll talk about that a little bit more. He is a vet, um, and want to thank him for his service for doing that. He's done a little bit of work in radio and TV, and worked uh, all over the place a little bit. Um, he has achieved and been recognized for successes in every position in which he's served, um, but he deems his most worthy accomplishments to be his volunteer work with his professional groups, the Area Workforce Investment Board, and the success of each individual with whom he has had the privilege to coach, which is just fantastic. Um, and uh, I have to add this one, but he admits to having absolutely no musical talent. Um, which is good because that's not a requirement for Sherm. Um, but he says his very soul is shaped and touched daily by whatever music and sound he experiences, which is uh, why I'd, I'd love to just kind of hang out with you uh, and listen to the, maybe in the spring and listen to the cicadas in Richmond, Virginia. Um, but welcome, John, to the podcast. Happy to have you here. And our first question is always, what's in your glass tonight? Oh boy, that's a good one. Uh, normally, I have San Pellegrino sparkling water. That that would be a, a weeknight choice. But if I had my real choice, it'd be a smooth single malt Scotch neat. But uh, I decided to to sort of get in line with you guys, and I didn't have a good Cabernet Sauvignon, so I'm doing Pinot Noir, and it's serviceable. So cheers. <laughs> there we go. 
good Pinot is good. Yes, very good. And and I would I would prefer to call this uh, uh, a repeat performance uh, <laughs> as opposed to whatever it was John said. Uh, you know, my, this is my <laughs> second time on your show. Brett, we, we brought you back because it was just fantastic. <laughs> Unfortunately, the first one's Theater of the Mind, John, because we don't have any <laughs> it. But, but, but having said that, uh, again, uh, I guess, can you talk to us or explain to us how in the world did you get into HR to begin with? Well, the long story short, as everyone says, is, um, and for people in my generation, it was by accident. Although, upon reflection, I, I, uh, when I went in the Navy, um, I tried to get any number of assignments, but uh, true, true to U.S. Navy uh, uh, protocol, if you listed three things uh, for choices that you wanted, you tended to get number three. I didn't learn that until I got out. Um, so, so I never got my number one or two, uh, and I ended up on the USS Tattnell, a guided missile destroyer, and I was supposed to be in personnel. Um, but when I got there, they said... Uh, uh, too many people in personnel, and uh, Commander Pierce needs an admin. And uh, yeah, along with the admin duties, you do have to stand radar watches and radio watches. So I guess that's close as I can get to what I wanted to in the Navy. But uh, uh, after I got out of the Navy, went through radio TV, I, I got a job at, uh, as security in a department store. And believe me, I had no idea what that meant. Um, but I took the job because I needed the money. Uh, but uh, after being there about two months, my manager called me and said, I've got a presentation to give to the management team and I can barely talk. I'm sick. Can you make this presentation for me? And um, yeah, I was a little nervous, uh, but I went ahead and made it. HR manager was uh, impressed, thank goodness. And several months later, she offered me the training manager's position. Um, and along the way, she also became my informal uh, mentor. And uh, so I stayed with that company for about 14 years, promoted uh, pretty regularly, uh, ended up becoming the corporate EEO officer. And I use that and point that out to people. It's a great example if you're just prepared and available uh, and, and take a chance, good things can happen. A year of yes. Uh, just just bought Shonda Rhimes' book. Um, so there uh, you go. Just I say yes. Yeah. That's it. Haven't started it yet, so we'll <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, so, John, what do you think is the biggest change you've seen in the profession during your time in HR? You know, there there are hundreds of things you could point to, but I think primarily the biggest change has been simply the attitude and the perception. Um, you know, when I first joined, it was personnel and and. Uh, we've seen all sorts of changes. We've seen our uh, profession uh, become more informed, more involved. And so I think our credibility has risen uh, quite a bit. So I think there's much more respect for, even though there are some current bad articles going around right now. Um, but, you know, most HR professionals now, um, you know, are coming through uh, degree programs uh, something that just didn't exist when I came along, um, so I think that's probably the biggest change. And you didn't ask, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: they're gonna have to tack on people analytics, not just how you collect data, but how you integrate it. Because if you've read anything or seen anything about Peter Diamandis, um, the future uh, 
10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now is going to be so different. And if you're not on board with uh, the analytics, uh, merging those multiple data sources and figuring out how to use it to your advantage, your company's sunk. The, that is excellent advice. Um, very, very excellent advice. I see it a lot here uh, in South Dakota where people are not as uh, not as willing to change and check out extra stuff. So it, I, I think that's spot on with we need to be ready um, to Absolutely. take whatever comes our way. Absolutely. So, so John, you've been involved in workforce development at the state level in Virginia, and I, I know this personally, having known you for some time, and uh, through our association with VA SHRM and, and, and other groups that you've been part of in the Workforce Development Board and what have you. And what do you see as the greatest challenge that we as HR professionals are going to have in the coming years? Uh, I think there are quite a few. I, let me point out, though, that uh, I uh, uh, I was appointed uh, to a two-year term on the Workforce Investment Board, served three years, uh, as most of us do. And I know you're currently on the Workforce Investment Board, and um, they're making headway, uh, I think. But um, I've listened, I guess I've been to probably a half dozen sessions this past year. Uh, listening to business leaders and uh, trying to figure out where they're coming from. And they keep saying over and over that there's a, um, a gap between the skills that they need and what the workforce is bringing to them. Um, and I do see that. So, uh, so perhaps that is uh, one, of, one of the main concerns. Uh, but uh, I also challenged one group uh, in a discussion uh, saying, you know, that's all fine and good to talk about it, but where are you in supporting it? We're not seeing the support, um, you know, and it depends on who you talk to. Uh, they say that attitudes about uh, soft skills and, and employment and things like that really begin with kindergarten. So um, are we helping school kids to understand what it is to work and, and to be in, in the profession uh, or to be, you know, be in any job? And uh, so I would challenge uh, business leaders to, uh, if that's their big problem, which I think it may be, uh, they need to step up and, and help us solve this. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. So, John, some of, the, some of our listeners know that you're married to Missy Murdoch, who is also an HR pro and um, one of our HR social hour participants. What's it like to be in the same industry as your spouse? Well, first and foremost, let me say I'm a very lucky guy. Um, those who know Missy know that she is just the ultimate uh, uh, friend, ultimate uh, conversationalist. She's a great uh, HR professional. And my story is that I recommended we not hire her when she came to apply for the <laughs> workforce. Um, she has a little different take on it, but uh, but that's, that's the true story. Uh, <laughs> But one thing we recognized right off the bat was that uh, you can't work 24-7 and you shouldn't take, uh, you know, work and leisure are not the same thing. Uh, so that uh, what we came to agreement on is except on rare occasions when we're just asking generic questions about uh, some issue, we typically um, don't discuss our work at home, don't discuss HR. Uh, our, we have collided a little bit, though, in our volunteer uh, work with uh, SHRM and 
uh, Virginia Sherm and Richmond Sherm. We were both president of Richmond Sherm at one time. Uh, I'm currently the immediate past president, as you said, of uh, Virginia Sherm, and she's the uh, incoming secretary this year. So uh, we do cross a little bit, uh, but we you know, never find ourselves reporting directly to one another. Uh, and we typically just uh, go along and count ourselves very fortunate to uh, uh, be among so many great uh, friends in Virginia Sherm and, and Richmond Sherm. That's awesome. Uh, and, and I think I, I think we should say too that you know it's kind of a running gag with Virginia Sherm because <laughs> for some time people didn't know that John and Missy are married because they have have different last names. And I, this was before my time being around, but I'm sure that uh, conferences it was highly entertaining when people thought that uh, <laughs> these two were uh, you know how's it the kids would say Hooking shacking up, up. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it, well, the, it led for quite a few entertaining conversations over the years. <laughs> it, it did. And, and and the real story on that is, I, yeah, Missy and I got married, and I didn't see any need to change my name. We were both professionals and known <laughs> uh, in the profession. So um, I didn't see a need for that. And you're absolutely right there. There was one person, and I won't name him. He probably wouldn't mind, but I won't name him. But uh, uh, we go to conferences, and he, he would come and have lunch with us sometimes or something, and, and he was, you could see there's something on his mind, but just couldn't quite figure out what it was. And, and it was only about uh, five or six years later that he said, I thought you were sneaking into her room every night. You should have told me. So, yes, it absolutely happens. I love it. That, that is awesome. That's awesome. Well, John, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. Woohoo! So our first question is, do you remember how you first connected with John and with me? I think so, um, and I think we cleared this up on take uh, one, <laughs> my, my first appearance, but um, I think uh, John and I met through Career Prospectors, which is a local uh, job-seeking group uh, really a phenomenal group, and, and if you have job seekers in your town, wherever you are, uh, you should contact John, contact me, and uh, let us tell you how this group wor- operates, how it works, because you need one in your town. Uh, but at any rate, I think uh, that's how we met. However, I knew of John because, um, and I said this last time, but it's true, John's a legend in Virginia. <laughs> um, people know John Thurman. And um, Wendy... I'm I'm gonna say we met, and I, I you know we didn't quite solve this last time, but it was yeah, either yeah. national conference or leadership conference. I, but but I'm almost sure we did. If not, we talked a heck of a lot about you. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was all good, but uh, but at any rate, I'm certainly uh, looking forward to uh, making that person-to-person connection for sure. Most definitely, most definitely. John, the checks in the mail, my friend. But uh, <laughs> talk to me about uh, talk to us a little bit about how has networking helped you in your career and, and what have you found to be really effective when it comes to networking? You know, I, I think it's interesting. I, I went back. Uh, I am trying to somebody said you're trying to reinvent yourself. And I said, no, I'm trying to rediscover myself. I think I kind of lost who I wanted to be along the way. So in doing that, I, I went back and looked and I realized I scored a. Uh, ENTP on Myers-Briggs, and yet I think I'm pretty much an introvert, um, so I'm not sure how that happened. Uh, But, uh, you know, before they started calling it network, 
uh, it was really beneficial for me because I, I landed one job for sure, strictly on networking. Somebody saying, here's a person that you need to talk to. And I can point to several promotions and probably several other jobs where I never applied. Somebody called and said, uh, hey, we hear that you're looking for a work or we hear that you can do this. Can you come and work for us? And certainly, um, certainly in the uh, Sherm arena, uh, networking has gotten me uh, involved in any number of projects, committees and things like that. Um, and one thing I learned about networking that that I didn't know, I you know, I used to always think networking was just connecting and talking to somebody. And, yeah, it was mostly small talk and stuff like that. Uh, career prospectors um, sort of reacquainted me uh, with the idea of networking. And uh, it's really just what my mother used to tell us. And my mother said, uh, what you really need to go do is when you meet people, you need to find out what you can do to help them. And that's kind of what networking's about. And if you put yourself in that position, it's amazing what happens. And, uh, you know, the old saying is what goes around comes around. So uh, if you're out there trying to help other people, trust me, it'll help you. That That is fantastic. Amen. And it really, Amen. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the, I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm at a service. I love it. <laughs> Well, it really, it really dives in, um, John, into our next question of giving back to the HR community. I mean, you have been part of the state conference council, excuse me, state council, the your local count chapter, um, and then part of your um, the employee employment uh, coaching. Um, so, talk a little bit about why you enjoy giving back to the HR community, rather than what. Let's talk about why. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you know, the, the interesting thing to me um, is that you can do a lot of things. I mean, you know, if I look back uh, again in, in this process that I'm going through this couple of weeks, I'd forgotten I used to work with a food bank. I used to do reading and used to do cleanups and blood drives and all this good stuff. And uh, but But I started zeroing in on what it is that I like to do, and, and, and you're right, why? Um, and I can tell you, the thing that happened in that process was I kept seeing people's faces, and I would see them smiling, and I would see them uh, agreeing. I would see a light go on, and they were going, oh, yes, you're, you know, wow. Um, so that I, I think through all the process and all the volunteering, the thing that just really is more gratifying than anything is, is when you're talking with someone, coaching someone, uh, just being there for someone. Uh, and all of a sudden they sort of break free of whatever it is that's holding them down or that's, um, making them sad or, or upsetting them. Uh, you know, just, it gives you such great satisfaction to know that you help them break through, and get to where they need to get in their mind and, and whatever else. And uh, so I, I would say that um, even though uh, I've had those kind of breakthroughs and seen people really light up um, in that process, I've always learned something too. So um, why do I give back just to see more lights? Boy, it's great. <laughs> awesome. John, who do you, 
like to read and follow when it comes to learning more about HR? Who do you, who do you go to, to to gain insight? Okay, we went down this road before. You're going to ask these questions that say, what's your, <laughs> what's your favorite, what's your top list, and, and there is no way, um, especially with someone <laughs> like me. My mind just wanders all over the place, and uh, but I am just amazed at, at uh, what the HR Tribe group is doing, some of the blogs that are there. Uh, and I can tell you one that I read today uh, that was out there, Tamara Raspberry. Um, mm. I, I really enjoyed hers uh, on uh, HR Advocates um, and the Word and that sort of thing. I, if you haven't read it, you need to go find it. It's a pretty good one. Uh, but I like Jeff Haddon. I like Travis Bradbury. I like uh, David Urich. Uh, Shell Smith, Michelle M. Smith, nine. Um, on Twitter, um, really great. But uh, I like Jonathan Siegel, uh, Steve Brown, Kate Bischoff, and Wendy. Hey, you got a block <laughs> out there. I like that too. Um, and I like Elizabeth Velez. Uh, she's with uh, Virginia Sherm. Uh, I really like her, and I follow our uh, local chamber, and, and certainly follow Virginia Sherm. But uh, there's really a, a lot of great people out there, and. The one thing I caution against and, and the one thing I try to do is don't just read people you, that you agree with. Pick out stuff that you know you're going to disagree with and read some of that because sometimes you might learn a little something. Uh, and then I'll give a shameless plug for the Sherm Foundation, too. I, I really <laughs> like a lot of what they do. <laughs> You know, that, you know, that's really good advice to, you know, follow those that you don't agree with um, because you, you can get yourself in a in a tunnel. And if you don't, you know, it's very easy to fall into that trap, um, especially with social media. And uh, um, if you're not reading local newspapers or watching local TV, which uh, my husband's in TV, so we don't (laughs) (laughs) production value and all of that. But, um, you know, you need to be careful or or you're not going to get the whole story. You're only going to get one side of it. So I that is excellent advice. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to lighten things up a little bit now um, and talk about your favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say it, and, and I'm guilty of tweeting out something about Hallmark movies today, so uh, I saw kill me that. there. I was, I, I was debating <laughs> commenting on the Hallmark movies. Uh. Okay, they're, they're not my favorite per se. They're, so there's the, the formulas there, but, you know, every once in a while it's just good. But... Uh, uh, and I will say that Missy and I don't go to the movies a lot. She likes to watch movies on TV. Uh, but if I had to go back and pick mine, um, ones that nobody will remember, but like Splendor in the Grass, uh, <sighs> Natalie Wood, uh, The Graduate. Uh, I love Casablanca. I've probably seen it a hundred times. It's a wonderful <laughs> life. We hear it, we see it every Christmas. Okay. Uh, all the Star Wars. I like it. Um, and if you really want some more impactful type movies, uh, I remember To Kill a Mockingbird and The Philadelphia Story. Uh, both of those really made me stop and think. So, um, but I like any well scripted movie. Excellent John, choices, John. I know this will be a tough one because we've had many a conversation uh, <laughs> over uh, over the dinner table. But uh, how about your favorite musician or band? There is no such thing. Um, <laughs> And, and Missy says I'm crazy, but but this is a true fact. And, and don't ask me how, why. I thought everybody did this until a few years ago. But I hear music in my mind 
24-7. And oftentimes it's music that I, you know, that I know that people have produced and, and I hear. Um, but sometimes it's original, I think. So, uh, but I hear always hear music. And yet, as you said in the beginning, I can't play a musical instrument. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just, nothing there. Uh, but as crazy as that sounds, too, I was a member of a band called Grapes of Wrath uh, in high school. <clears throat> Our business card was printed in purple, and it said, anything from Bach to Rock. Oh, I uh, love it. Now, here's here's the deal. Um, we had one guy who could really play uh, trumpet and maybe saxophone a little bit. We had another guy who could play guitar slightly and sing fairly well. I played nothing, although I memorized uh, a dozen songs on the organ, uh, such as Double Shot of My Baby's Love, which you've never heard of either. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had this band. Uh, we never played. Uh, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh, my yeah, gosh. That's really not a, a fair question. I, I would tell you, as a matter of fact, I had my playlist on all day today while I worked out on the back deck. And, um, you know, I hear, hear a Beatles song, then I had an opera song, then I had a classical song, then I had a, an Italian pop song, um, you know, and, and uh, John's right, I like music. Uh, back in the day when I was growing up, I went to see every band that came. Uh, so I saw the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Supremes, Elton John, The Who. Um, you know, I love Dire Straits. Uh, but I do have to say this, too. Uh, two, two things, and I'm getting long, and I apologize. Um, but... Um, Carolina Beach Music, I have to give a plug to that. And it's it's uh, interesting music. If you've never heard of the Tams, Clifford Curry or Gene Chandler, you probably need to go back and listen, uh, pick up something by them. Uh, but then I also have to tell you, I went to see the Beach Boys five times uh, before I ever saw Brian Wilson. And the reason was Brian didn't like to go out on the road much. So I saw such yeah. people as Ben Campbell fill in for him mm. and John Amos filled in for him one time. <laughs> I'm sorry, John Amos doesn't look like a beach boy, okay? No, he, <laughs> he was not. He was good. He was good, but he doesn't look like a beach boy, okay? <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. Oh, well, I have to say that after our last conversation, you brought up the Carolina Beach music. Um, I did create myself a uh, Pandora station. And uh, okay. that's a lot of fun. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I really do. I'm enjoying that music. Um, and uh, my older daughter has uh, gotten into the easy listening 70s music. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we've got some weird music going on in our house right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's fun, isn't it? It is. It, you know, it is. It's fun to be able to go from, you know, you're going from... Um, you know, Carolina Beach music to 70s easy listening to the greatest showman soundtrack, and there it just go. all flows. So I love it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. So we did talk a little bit about uh, Hallmark Movie Channel, um, which uh, I never would have pegged you um, for that channel. <laughs> well, so what's your favorite TV show? Um, my all-time favorite is MASH. You cannot beat that show. It was well-written, well-acted. Very timely, uh, and I got to meet all the stars on there when I worked in television, so that was great. Mm. Uh, but uh, currently, it's NCIS because they do the, they develop characters so well on that show. Mm. Great casting, um, like Madam Secretary, just because it's sort of topical in some ways. Um, but um, we're also watching Victoria on Masterpiece. 
That oh. is superb. That is superb. So, so John, when you're not watching a, a well-written movie and uh, <laughs> shagging, or is it? Sh- I guess it's shagging with Carolina Beach music, right? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. See, I know. Some, Unless you're in England, you don't want to use well, that yes, phrase. Yes, that's but, right. but yes, with the beach. I, I know this much. I know a thimbleful about it, but I figured that was it. You're, that's you're it. watching NCIS. What, what do you like to do outside of work? What, when you put away the, as I say, put away the HR things, what do you like to do? Well, you know, as bad as it, as it sounds, uh, there was a time when I really enjoyed yard work and I'd love to jog and bike and, you know, sort of solitary sort of things. Um, but now I really enjoy just having a good meal and wine. And, and if I had the money, it, they would be much better meals than we typically have. But but, uh, <laughs> but I do love just sitting around talking, um, especially when people feel free to, you know, just say what they want to say and they trust you uh, to do that. Um, there's nothing better than that. And then uh, reading and writing, I do both of those. So is this where we ask, are you still working on the book? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I did make the mistake of putting that out there on the HR social hour that I was writing. You did, novel, you writing did, by, so I got to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was one of those moments, and I didn't even have any wine that night. Can you figure that out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I you know it's one of those deals where I've got about a hundred short stories that I've written over the years, and I've gotten uh, probably the beginnings of three books, and so I've got to just bear down and start making something make sense. So uh, I challenged myself and said, let's do it by the end of the year, uh, and I'm going to try to do it. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but we're going to try. I think that's fantastic. I'd love to read it. Um, whatever you put together, John. You'll get All a right. copy right off the bat. Awesome. So our final question, um, if you weren't in HR, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? Wow. Um, you know, I, I, I said this last time, and, and it's true. I wish I had a plan, a project, a blog, or a website or something, uh, but I think I'm getting there. I'm, I'm finally rediscovering who I am and what I really want to do when I grow up. And, and what, I, <laughs> what I really want to do is be like you guys. You guys are wonderful. Uh, but if you want to get in touch with me, uh, I'm on Twitter at NCJohn37. That stands for North Carolina. That's where I'm from. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Last name's K-A-T-E-S in the Richmond, Virginia area. Uh, I will say, uh, as John says, uh, tell me why you're reaching out to me. Just say, hey, I heard you on the podcast or something like that, um, before, you know, before you reach out to me. Uh, but at any rate, um, I really appreciate um all that you guys are doing. And, and, and again, uh, if I could figure out how to do what you guys are doing, I probably would be doing it. Too. <laughs> but uh, you, got, you guys have been wonderful tonight. And, and I told John, we were talking a little bit about uh, uh, his production um, and, and how he sets things up. And he's got two uh, sons that are just uh, uh, phenomenal uh, young men. And uh, one of them, Daniel, uh, uh, would probably uh, be pitching in here, but would uh, prefers to do, I guess, a few other little things. But I think Jacob is helping you out tonight, uh, John. <laughs> yes, he, he will be. Uh, yeah, so my, my older boy is our producer and yeah. has done just a, a tremendous job. And uh, I have offered up his service to other people that are getting into the podcast business. Uh, 
he uh, he has used the tools that that we need. And so, as I've told people, he makes it super easy breezy for me. I get on here and get to jaw, and that's what I like doing. <laughs> and he's just done a tremendous job. And John, you stole my thunder. I just as oh, usual. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You, you stole my thunder because I was going to congratulate you for for making it through the questions and surviving the conversation. You know, as I said earlier, I feel like I'm at a at a church service. I I, I just Every time I'm with you, I learn something, and I'm so appreciative of what you what you say and how you say it. Uh, I hope more people, uh, I, I know people will hear this that maybe don't know you, uh, will will uh, reach out and, and connect with you because uh, I, I you know I value your friendship and you your guidance and uh, yeah I you you've done you do so much that I I don't think people. Uh, may realize, and as I've told you before, you're doing a lot in that community, in the HR community, uh, for the good, and and I can't thank you enough for that. So, since you told us how to find you, though, uh, Wendy, <laughs> how about you? What's the best way for folks to find you out there? Of course, well, Twitter is my favorite way to uh, to connect with people. I am Wendell W Y N D A L L nine three. Um, happy to connect uh, there and, and chat. Um, and you can also find me on my blog, which is mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And, um, you know, coming up soon is our next HR Social Hour chat on March 25th. So we hope you will all join us on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, hashtag HR Social Hour, and we're going to be talking about how to be innovative in HR. Just going to, I think that's. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's going to be an awesome conversation. I'll be there. Awesome. <laughs> and how about you, John? Sure. Right. No. <laughs> John's got us off our rhythm, but that's okay. He really, yeah. yeah so. Thanks a lot, John. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> No, That's what I do so well. <laughs> well, you can always find me on Twitter at John, J-O-N, underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Happy to connect on LinkedIn. I would ask if you personalize the invite, let let me know that you found me through the, uh, through the chat or through the podcast. I'd really appreciate that. And, and I see people doing that, and I can't thank you enough because uh, it helps as we talk about building your network and what have you that – that I, I understand why you want to connect. Uh, if you have questions about the show or the or the chat, you can send us an email. That's hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook if you search for HR Social Hour. We're having issues with our website. Hopefully by the time you hear this, it'll all be ironed <laughs> out. But you can find the show for sure at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. You can also find us on iTunes, the Podbean app, Podchaser, Stitcher, and hrpodcasters.com. We'll add uh, additional providers throughout the years we're able. And, and as I've asked before, and I'll ask again, and I'll continue to ask, if you like what you hear uh, and want to help, there's a very, very simple thing you can do. Rate and review us. If you use iTunes, give us five stars. Write a review. It will help so much as we continue to build our community and give us more visibility out there. We've had several folks uh, write reviews in the last few weeks, and we're very, very appreciative of that. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times people say, hey, what we can do to help? Obviously, sharing on social is awesome, uh, but not always – people aren't always on those platforms, and, and maybe they're at, at an iTunes and don't know us. And, and if you can help us there, we would always really appreciate that. So 
Again, yes. John, uh, thank you for the redo, the additional conversation. I uh, appreciate you being with us again. And for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. Network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you.